Welcome to the Homeschool Loftcast, a podcast presented by the Homeschool Loft in De Pere, Wisconsin. Our goal at the Loft is to encourage parents who educate their children at home and let them know that they are both called to and empowered for the task of home-based education. At the Loft itself, we offer one-on-one consultations, book clubs and discussion groups, workshops and seminars, and a curriculum viewing library. Through the Loftcast, we extend our reach to encourage and bless homeschooling parents everywhere. Today, we're going to hit on a topic of huge importance to many homeschooling families, participation on sports teams. In today's homeschool climate, it's possible, with some strings attached, for homeschooling athletes to join private and public school teams in many states. But we would like to emphasize the value of homeschool-specific leagues and teams. And to help us do that, we've invited Jeff Mitchell, the longtime boys varsity basketball coach for the Homeschool Sports Association in our area, into the studio today. Jeff and his wife, Becky, homeschooled their own two sons between 2005 and 2019, and they included a significant amount of domestic and international travel, which might be the topic for another episode, Jeff, as part of their curriculum. During that time, Jeff has served as a board member for the local Homeschool Sports Association. The acronym for that group is NUCHA, Northeast Wisconsin Christian Homeschool Athletic Association, which we'll link in our show notes. And Jeff has coached the middle school, JV, and varsity boys basketball teams. Welcome, Jeff. Thank you very much. Welcome, Jeff. Jeff, let's talk, before we talk sports, let's talk about your family's journey with homeschooling. You and Becky, why did you choose to homeschool your boys? Uh, It's a great question. Um, uh, The net of it is, it was um, consistent with our faith. Um, But even prior to that, like prior to me becoming a a strong believer, um, when we were dating, I heard Bill Bennett, Mm. who had been the secretary of education and uh, it was so he was finished with that role. And I heard him in an interview um, um, championing homeschooling. And I thought that's very strange for a person who used yeah. to be in the, you know, the highest yeah. public sector position representing education. You know, you would think sure. he'd be a fan of uh, more than anybody right? Right, of, right? of public education. But he was absolutely pushing. And I was listening to him and then I sought out more things by him and and he was just a big proponent. You don't need a high school education. Don't let that deter you. And there are resources. And he was just promoting it. Yeah. And I respected him prior to that. So then we started looking into it. And, and as we got, I remember bringing it up to, my, to, at the time, not even my wife, to Becky while we were dating. Um, what do you think about that? And, yeah. um, she, and she, like most people, you know, no kids or anything. She's like, yeah. I'm, what are you even talking about? Yeah. Because um, right. she'd be the one doing it probably, Absolutely, right? So, yeah. right? What are you talking so, yeah. about, hippie? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, then, you know, then we get married and start having kids and she looked into it more and was all over it. hundred percent. And um, so it just became, it fit everything in our lives and fit us, uh, you know, with our faith, it fit our political views and the way we wanted to, we wanted to impact are the worldview of our kids and mm-hmm. probably not un, unlike so many homeschoolers right. and especially mm-hmm. Christian homeschoolers, Absolutely. but not, not just specifically Christian homeschoolers. But, yeah. You no, know, you just want to, um, no reason you shouldn't have a major impact if you can, if That's you right. can. Right. So yeah. if those barriers aren't there. Then. Yeah. yeah. What would you say is the greatest benefit that came out of it for your boys and for your family as a whole? Um, well, 
single greatest benefit for our boys, I believe, is we were able to help them uh, with a, a deep and both deep and broad uh, Christian worldview. Mm-hmm. You know, at the end of the day, you know, free will, <laughs> whether, you, whether you like it or not. <laughs> you know, right? as a parent uh, of adult yeah. kids, that oh, kind of sucks, doesn't it? It is. It is. <laughs> it's like the best and the worst thing ever. Yes, that's uh, so true. But, you know, they're going to make their own decisions, right? That's at the right. end of the day, it, their faith is going to be their choice. That's right. But at least you can equip them and ground them um, with what we would consider the truth, obviously. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, and then, you know, you're going to have to let them go and let them make their own decisions, right? And if they stray, hopefully they'll come back. And, you know, but, uh, you know, most, I believe, and I say this with like the kids we coach, sure. you're going to question things. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, uh, maybe you ladies, maybe you were ha- lucky enough to have kids who never questioned. Oh, no. Your, <laughs> My kids your, were classically educated. Yes, yeah. yes, okay. yes, yes. So they, they never questioned your intelligence yeah. and how right you were on everything, right? Yeah, who so. taught them logic? What? <laughs> so, yeah, you know, but like anything, you, you raise them up and then they'll come back. And um, yep. so that's probably the single greatest thing. There are many, many other side benefits that we had as far as, you know, quality of time, the yeah. quantity of time, the freedom to travel, like everybody, the freedom yeah. to travel, freedom to do the things you want to do. And mm-hmm. right. you know, whether it's on a specific day or even an entire year or season, yeah. um, your flexibility is tremendous. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. What are they up to now? So our older guy is a third year student at university of Mississippi, Mississippi. And, um, younger guy is a freshman at a school called Newman in, uh, Wichita, Kansas. Mm. Yeah. Nice. What are their like career aspirations at this point? Um, the older guy, Ben is very entrepreneurial. So he's, you know, um, at, like at a lot of schools, you can sort of go in to counseling and, and, uh, or, and create your own major. Right. So you mm-hmm. pick a little bit of this, a little bit of that. So it's mostly business. Um, but he is, you know, my, if I had to bet, he'll end up starting his own thing at some point. Sure. Cause that's just like father, is. like son. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the younger guy, True. um, very bright, very bright. Um, like literally could have gone anywhere with his ACT score and all that, but he chases basketball dreams Mm. and, um, and we don't want to diminish that, you know, you're only young once. And so he wants to chase him as far as he can go. Mm -hmm. His whole Mm. thing was, I want to get a scholarship and he was able to earn a, he got offered a scholarship from a division two school. This one, you know, I had never even heard of it and I've heard about almost every school. Yeah. And, um, so they offer him a scholarship. He's playing at a Newman university down in Wichita and, you know, he's only a couple months into it, but mm-hmm. so far he's loving it. And, um, and we'll see where that goes. And he has no, you know, he's just quote undecided. Yeah. Well, we'll he's a brand young. new freshman, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. so we'll see exactly. where it goes. Okay. So let's, you, you mentioned the basketball. So yeah. we're going to jump into homeschool athletics here. Sure. Um, most people aren't even aware of the availability of homes, homeschool sports associations. I think, can you tell us, like, we'll start with NUCHA, the mm-hmm. one that, that you're part of. Do you, can you tell us something about how and when it was formed and, and how that came about? Sure. Um, I'm going to estimate this as 15 years ago. Okay. So if we're in 2022, so somewhere in the Oh, seven time frame. I think that's right. Cause I was getting involved in the homeschool okay. groups and people were talking about it being kind of newish at that yeah. time. So, so we weren't, yeah. we, the Mitchells weren't even here. We were living in Charlottesville, Virginia at that time. So a number of families run into probably what happens all over the country, right? Mm-hmm. You have kids and, um, they don't, maybe they don't hate homeschooling, but then they things, extracurriculars, yeah. Hey, I want to do this. Hey, I want to do that. Um, and it becomes a headbutting contest, especially um, 
for all kids that are interested, but, but particularly if you're going to stereotype picture teenage boys, yep. right? Yeah. You're already mm-hmm. headbutting with mom because mm-hmm. you're at that age. Yeah. And I want sports. I want sports. I want sports. Yeah. And um, so finally enough like-minded or similarly burdened families in, in Green Bay, they found each other and said, my, same thing. My son, same thing. My son, same thing. So they start looking around well, we need sports. Um, so they found a, an existing program and it'd be the largest one in Wisconsin. It's called Switcha. <laughs> so it's Southern Wisconsin Christian homeschool athletic. They all have an acronym. Right. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and the, and they contacted the Switcha folks. And they had a website and, you know, so everybody's thinking, oh my goodness, these guys are really mature. They, <laughs> right. they, they, they've got 2007, a 2007, there's yeah, a website. Yeah, they wow. <laughs> so they contact Switcha and Switcha was great. They said, uh, you know, here, here's our website. Look at the bylaws, literally print them out, copy them, change the name and keep what you want to keep and don't, but that'll get you started. Yeah. And the easiest thing to start is cross country because mm-hmm. it's large numbers mm-hmm. and very inexpensive. <laughs> Um, just run yeah. and, and, um, a long distance, yeah, run a long way yeah. and then hopefully come back or something. Um, you know, so that's what they kind of got, got going. And you, okay. you know, like they look at everybody else and then you find a few other say, what do you charge? Mm-hmm. Do you have a participation fee? How do you do this? Yeah. And yeah. So, you know, you get a little bylaws thing, you get a 501c3, none of this is rocket science, but it's, you know, it's, it's work, it's administrative chores. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. um, so they did all that, the, the founding families, so yeah. to speak, and they did a great job. Um, and cross country um, was terrific because it got middle school mm-hmm. and high school boys and girls, and it was a fall sport and it got things going. Yeah. And then they realized, oh, we could do basketball. And that became probably the most popular um, for whatever reason. And same deal. You got middle school boys, middle school girls, high school boys, high school girls. Yeah. It works out great. Yeah. Um, and those two sports right there, if you were to look around the country, they are probably the core of 90% of homeschool programs. Mm, And um, so even homeschoolers don't realize that there's homeschool sports programs, Mm, right? right? So, um, and especially if you're not quote sportsy, you're not leaning that way, but but it does, um, it eliminates a battle or at least it softens a battle um, for, uh, families who want to continue to homeschool, but we need an outlet because not every state can you participate in your public school. And sometimes even if you can, a family does not want to put their kids in public school sports teams. So, And and you still would have to, even if you were in a state and I don't know how many of the states allow it, Mm -hmm. but you still have to make the team. Right. So, you know, they're not obligated to take you just because you're a taxpayer in your town. So you try out for, you know, football and they say, well, thanks for coming, but you're not good enough. And yeah. that's, they're right. Um, and there are definitely going to be some little programs, town A or town B where they don't really want the homeschooler. Right. Um, yeah. Cause you, you know, just create a problem and you know, mm-hmm. you're, not, you're not there when we make announcements or who right. knows why. Yeah. Right? Sure. And, yeah. um, so, um, so anyway, so it got launched in 07 and, uh, some of the founding families were trying and, uh, their passion really was actually football. Mm-hmm. And that's a really difficult sport to launch just because yeah. of the dollars and the, the numbers you need. Yeah. And then you have to find opponents, mm-hmm. you know, you have to find people to play Yeah, and now you're traveling long distances. So the other ones cross country, cross country is truly the easiest because the numbers are great. The, the equipment is virtually zero. You know, you need to buy a, like a, a tank top, you know, 
<laughs> you, you know, you don't need a lot of money. Some you know? good shoes. Yeah. And you don't need to rent gym space. It's, yeah. you know, you're just running in a park. Right. And, and the other nice thing about cross country is mm-hmm. the public schools, which are always plentiful, mm-hmm. they usually don't have an issue, including you in their meets. You're mm-hmm. just one more program joining 22 high schools. It's like, yeah, sure, right. we'll take your little entry fee, hundred bucks or whatever it is, Sure, but you don't get pushed away. Yeah. Where in the other sports, they have limited numbers of games they're allowed to play. Yeah. They have their leagues or their conferences and they have traditional rivalries that that might fill up their, you know, in Wisconsin, you're only allowed to play 24 basketball games if oh, you're a public wow. school. Okay. You know, and so some of them already got, we've got our 24. Yeah. We, then we they can't do a non-conference we're looking, because exactly, yeah, we're not looking yeah. for anybody else. Um, so cross country is terrific in that fashion, you know, really okay. yeah. gets it going. So what does, what sports does new to offer now for what ages? We, in the fall, we offer middle school boys. So middle school would be usually fifth grade. Yeah. So like 10 fifth, and up or something. Right, fifth right? Through yeah. Eight, yeah. And you get the classic homeschool or like, what grade are you in? Oh boy, here we go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I yeah, mean, we're in fifth grade for yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm yeah, five, so but I'm in yeah, fifth grade. Exactly. So. <laughs> I'm in fifth grade for math. I'm in fourth grade exactly. for this, yeah. Yeah, whatever. And mm-hmm. then, so uh, if you were to look at the the birth dates, right? And you would say, okay, you guys, we're going to call oh you gosh. fifth grade. Yeah. Because right. you fifth or whatever that. Yeah. So it's usually fifth through eighth. Middle school boys would be a program, middle school girls, and then high school boys, high school girls. Okay. And then also in the fall, we offer middle school volleyball mm-hmm. and high school volleyball for girls. Uh, for girls. Yeah. And uh, there's a, a, a movement afoot to get boys uh, going. Really? Um, yeah. Which, you know, a lot of public schools are getting in, in really? boys volleyball now. It's huh. all at college. It's a big deal. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, but right. it's starting to move into high schools. Okay. And therefore it's, you know, enough high school boys say, well, my buddy over there at this high school, I yeah. do it. So it'll, it's probably a few years away from having enough bodies. Yeah. And again, yeah. there's an expense. you got to find gym space. Yeah. Um, yeah exactly. So. But that's less cost intensive than football, for oh, example. No question is yeah. less than football. Yeah. So. So we do have volleyball. So we have volleyball in the cross countries. And in the winter, we just have basketball. Um, so again, middle school boys, middle school girls, high school boys, high school girls. And on the boys' side, so when we say middle school for girls, right now, we, Nucha, we're mature enough or robust enough, let's say, where we'll have a, a team of fifth and sixth grade combined mm-hmm. and a team of seventh and eighth on the girls' side. Okay. But on the boys' side, we'll have a fifth grade team. Yeah, but like we, this year we have 14 fifth graders huh. and so that's a full team. Yeah. We have nine sixth graders. That could be a full team. Mm-hmm. And we have 14 seventh graders wow. and, and I think 10 eighth graders. And then we also have a JV team. Mm-hmm. So we have 14 kids on the JV that's freshman, sophomore combined. And then we have 13 kids on the varsity. Um, and that's mostly juniors and seniors, but there's a couple younger guys on there. Yeah. Same old thing. Now you're in high school is kind of best players play and right. it's not all about equal playing time. And all yeah. That. Right. Right. Um, so it's pretty strong as far as numbers go. Yeah. And in the spring we'll, it's a every other year kind of thing, not like it's on clockwork like that, but it will have track. And ah, uh, so sometimes okay. we have enough bodies. Sometimes we don't, we will periodically partner with another program or a private Christian school locally. And, you know, cause they don't have enough kids and right. together we could yeah. enter a team into some of these meets. And, um, so that's, that's a little, uh, fluid. 
Yeah. Interesting to me that cross country is so popular and, yeah. and can work, but track is kind of. Yeah, track is, I don't know why track doesn't have the same enthusiasm. Um, you know, it's, it's um, event specific, you know, cross country is all the same thing. Yeah, you all just run right. the same distance and let's go. And, uh, but you know, in track, you almost have to decide, do I want to be a sprinter? Do I want to be a long distance? Do I want to do, you know, throw the shot put? Yeah. Do I want to, you know, yeah. what do I want to do? Um, and then you need, loved. you need coach, you need people who know what they're doing a little bit better, you know, yeah. and we have a great cross country coach yeah. and he's a great runner himself. His family's great runners, but think of it. If you didn't have a great, any of Oh yeah. yeah right. No, not to diminish cross country, but you could say, yeah, run really yeah. Just <laughs> run. I'm going to be waiting here in the car. And, uh, <laughs> I'll be driving alongside you. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> so well. that's the least, uh, demanding as far as, so we really need somebody who knows what they're doing, but sure. you can all, you can organize. It's kind of like golf. We almost launched yes. golf one year oh, and okay. same wow. thing. Like you could, so you don't need many bodies yeah. and you just need somebody to organize it. Yeah. 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 So, and they play. Um, it's, so that's an easy one. I could see us, um, popping that off one year, yeah. uh, a golf team, but, um, some of the bigger areas around the country have more sports. You know, you get down, especially in the Southwest, um, Texas, Oklahoma, I mean, it's huge Christian homeschooling areas. Oh and, yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. So they're large. So you get near yeah. a city, you got big populations to choose from and they're going to, yeah. they're going to get some resources. Yeah. Do you have any idea of how many other homeschool sports associations are out there? Um, great question. <laughs> uh, I know in Wisconsin, yeah, uh, we have, and most 99, even most homeschoolers wouldn't know this, but there's about 15 homeschool programs in the state of Wisconsin. I thought there were two, Nucha and Switcha. Right, right. <laughs> I so, never even knew there was Switcha. So yeah. there it is. So, and this is only ones that have sports programs, right? So there are little, like wow. we're, we're familiar here and all the mm -hmm. listeners would get this too. We have an, uh, an organization in town called GBOC, which is Green Bay Area Christian Homeschoolers. Right. And it's, uh, I'm probably going to get it wrong, but basically it's moms, what curriculum are you using? What are you doing for math? What do you, you know, so it's a great resource for that and support and some field trips and, yeah. uh, and it's terrific. And probably there, if there's 15 sports program, there might be 25 of these G box sure. around, probably all centered around some population center. Yeah. yeah. And that yeah. usually then leads to somebody talking amongst themselves saying, how about if we launch a sports thing? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so about 10 years ago, one of the homeschool programs, Fond du Lac, um, all the national listeners, it'll be great for them. You right. go, go Google Fond du Lac. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, and then do a condom a walk, try to sell that. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, that program decided to host a homeschool state basketball tournament. Huh. So somehow he found programs and started getting the word out. And I was just getting into our little program at the time, Nucha, and we show up and there's 15 programs in this tournament. So clearly then there were oh. at least 15 programs that existed. Yeah. And it and was just Wisconsin. It was just Wisconsin. Wow. And then there are, so to answer, to get back to your original question about how many are there, I am sure there are at least, I'll say 500 okay. around the country because there is actually a national Christian homeschool basketball tournament. And the same organization, it's based, the guy who runs, the family who runs it is based out of Oklahoma. And they've, for 25 years, they've been doing it and they hold wow. the national championships down in Springfield, Missouri. But then they've, They've grown that into a national volleyball championship in the fall. They have a national golf. They have a national cross country. They, so they, he's grown it. Wow. 
Wow. And at the basketball, which is the most, the longest running, yeah. he'll have 300 plus programs and over a thousand teams. So like if Nucha went, we might wow. put four teams, middle school, or we could even put more. We could, yeah. um, but so that'd be, he would count the teams, but then he would also count, count the programs. And I know they have well over 300 programs mm. and lots of programs don't go. Yeah. Right. Because they aren't big enough or they don't feel they're good yeah. enough. Or, or don't whatever. want to travel that yeah, year. They don't or whatever, travel right? that. Yeah. Because yeah. right. it's an expense. So I'd be very comfortable saying there's at least 500 sports programs wow. around the country. And I, I'm probably really lowballing that. Yeah. Um, and then for all the little G box, just the homeschool, like co op, you know, mom's yeah. groups where they talk, you know, I'll bet there's. 2000 of those. Mm. I don't even, you might know better though, but yeah. there's a lots of those. Any, yeah. any city that's got a hundred thousand people yeah. is going to have enough families that have gotten together and say, yep. we should talk, we that's should right. organize ourselves and get the word out to other moms who are, yeah. feel like they're out on an yep. island. Yeah. Right? right. Right. And I keep using the word mom, which I shouldn't, but yeah. You know. But I mean, I kid ourselves. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Guess what? <laughs> so <laughs> Jeff, and maybe this kind of goes into what you were saying about all these other programs, but what do you feel like, so can you, what, what do they offer? What kinds of things do they offer or can offer that Nucha doesn't or can't? They meaning the other programs yeah, around the, the country? Yeah. Um, if they're larger, they can offer more sport. You just have more mm -hmm. bodies, right? So right, Switch yeah. Up, okay. for example, yeah. right? The Milwaukee kind of Southern Wisconsin, they just have more, bigger populations. They have more bodies. So you're going to be able to say, okay, we can get, we have baseball. Sure. And we have, okay. they, they, they can have golf. They might even have football. They probably have flag football is my hockey? guess. Do they have yeah. hockey? I don't know. It's a great that question. Would be gr soccer. I bet you they have soccer. Oh, I'm sure they have right? soccer. Yeah. yeah. So we the, were a hockey family. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that, you know, so, but you think about it, the, the things that stop you from having a sport are going to be money, yep. number one, yep. number of bodies. Mm -hmm. And then the next big one truly is going to be, who are you going to play? Mm -hmm. All right. So mm -hmm. you have to find other homeschool or, or willing opponents. Yeah. Right? And the public schools, and I'm not bashing them at all, all over the country, they usually have limits on how many games they're allowed to play or contests. Mm -hmm. um, so they already have their conference that they're in, and then they have their traditional rivalries mm -hmm. and they can't just say, oh, sure, we'll play a little homeschool program over there. Sure. Um, so you, who you do get to play in the public arena are the, the smaller schools. You get mm -hmm. into the rural areas and they're, they, they're sick and tired of going and getting killed, getting, yeah. right. you know, getting pummeled. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. it's like, sure, we'll play the little homeschool guys. Yeah. But um, And then they get beat by the homeschoolers. Well, and that's oh, true. that's a problem. See, so stop right there because I was thinking about this before. Is that ever an issue, would you say, amongst your players? You know, the opposite players as well saying, yeah, these are homes. Do they get a bad rap kind of the homeschoolers? Oh, absolutely. I mean, we know they've always gotten the bad you're gonna, rap. You're going to walk in, and I tell our guys this all the time, you are walking into a place where nobody respects you. Yeah. All right. All right. You are a homeschool geek. Yeah. Right? That's what we're walking into. But we've done it long enough. We're fortunate at Nucha. Um, we have played public schools here in Wisconsin would be called the WIAA, Wisconsin Interscholastic Athletic Association. So if you're a public or even a Catholic or a private school and you play against all the other schools in the state and compete for the state championship, you're in the WIAA and they'll, they'll have some rules, mm -hmm. not that restrictive, but every state has sure. an athletic. That's, yeah. Statewide. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And we play them and, um, We've done fine. And, uh, you know, so let's say over the last six or seven years, we average eight WIA opponents. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, maybe we've played 40 or 50 mm -hmm. and we, we Nucha probably have a winning record. And, uh, but we, but if you're an AD, you're not the coach, 
you're the athletic director and you're playing a school um, that maybe they're not state championship caliber, right? Mm -hmm. They're, they're okay. But um, the AD just wants a good competitive game. Yeah. Right. That's what he wants. He's he's less concerned about who wins and who who loses the coach concerned, the players are concerned, but the AD just wants a good competitive game. Mm -hmm. So if it's a close game, he goes home and says, that was a good scheduling job. I did a good job for Uh, my team, for my, my school. Right. I gave our kids a chance to win. Maybe we did, maybe we didn't, but I gave them a, a, a fair level playing field mm-hmm. and I've done my job and he has, or she has, they've done a good job. Mm-hmm. So if we can find enough of those to, and I love doing it because for the rest, we fill out our schedule with small Christian schools and other homeschool programs. But if you're telling grandma, so our kids love uh, it because yes. they're telling grandma, we played ABC Christian Academy today. And she, of course, like, who is that? Right. <laughs> right? We played, we played the homeschool program from such and such. It's like, yeah. again, never heard of them. But if we play this public school, see, I've heard of that town. I've been yeah. to, I've been to that town, mm-hmm. right? And we beat them by five or we lost by five. It's like, okay, yeah. well, you're, you're right there with that town. Yeah. Yeah. And they recognize the name of that town. So our kids love it. And uh, also I will just, I mean, when we play the public schools, mm-hmm. you're going into a public school gym. It's the facilities are terrific. Mm-hmm. The atmosphere is, I love the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. A lot of our um, bubble homeschool families don't. Like they might yeah. yell some things that are like, oh, that's impolite. And, right. Uh, no, they're right. not swearing. Right. But, but they're high school it, It's a fans. whole different thing. Exactly. Yeah. And I, mm-hmm. so I love it for our high school kids. It's like, mm-hmm. all right, deal with this. Right. Yeah. You're getting right. yelled at and, right. yep. you know, and it's fun. It's kind of yep. fun. And right. uh, it's good atmosphere. Get out there and kill them. Yeah, exactly. Well, they're on the yeah. cusp of adulthood. Exactly. They're going to have to deal with things. And yeah. so exactly. in this controlled environment, they're there for an hour and a half or however long exactly. the game lasts. Then you can talk about it on the way home on the bus, oh, right? No question. That's exactly it. A little bit of tension, a little bit of conflict, a yeah. little bit of, uh, you know, they're all going to go to the mall at some point. Yeah. You're going to hear a word that, were, that they didn't hear at home. Right. That's, that's right. right. Or, that's right. I mean, they, if you're at the Tetzner. Well, you're if you're at your house, I know. <laughs> I'm kidding, okay? But you swore in Latin. Let's, let's be honest. You did their swearing in Latin, so. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's too funny. Um, so you kind of mentioned it before, like when Nutra was starting, you mm-hmm. talked to Switcha and, and got these bylaws and right. things. But if there's a, a group of parents somewhere out there right now that wants to start mm-hmm. a homeschool athletic association, what would you tell them to do? Uh, I would encourage them pretty much to do what our little program did is find somebody local. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe you could just go to their website and literally download their bylaws, print them out and, you know. Or just call their, somebody, contact us. I'm, everybody's probably got a button on there for somewhere. And just say, tell us what you went through. No reason to not benefit from somebody else's learning curve. Right. And I'd be shocked if anybody didn't say, feel free to take our bylaws and use whatever you want. Yeah. Um, and they would even tell you, here's what was, this was a bad decision. Yep. Right? Plenty of the guys made bad. You know, we wouldn't have put that in there if we we're doing it all over again. We, we, need, we need to revise them anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, go to a few different ones, take their bylaws, pick and choose what you like. And then at, you know, they'll all tell you this was the easiest sport for us to get us going, get some mm-hmm. traction. Um, and what was the most important things for you? And then, you know, so learn from them. It, it, it's not going to be, I don't think it's going to be difficult. Yeah. There's a few things I would in, encourage people to take a serious look at that I think can say, like, if anybody's, plenty of people have been involved in nonprofits mm-hmm. and, yeah. um, and for-profit mm-hmm. organizations, right? And um so people think the natural thing, oh, you know what we need? We need insurance. And that's right away. I would say, mm-hmm. pause, 
you may not even need insurance, oh, right? Because okay. think of, your entity is going to have nothing. Yeah. So what are you protecting? Right. So, yeah. and if you go talk to, oh, we got one kid's dad is who's an insurance guy. Well, he of course is going to try to sell you insurance, mm-hmm. right? No offense to him, but that's what he's going to do. Right. Sure. But talk to enough people and say, do you actually need? And what's the least amount of insurance? If you do uh-huh. feel you need it, get the least amount you possibly need. All right, because yeah. it's an expense, yeah. and you're most people are going to be on a shoestring. Right. Um, so don't spend money where you don't need it. Right? And the families and, all hopefully have insurance for their kids anyway. So if uh, there's yeah, an yeah. injury, right. It's yeah, you definitely be, don't yeah. need that kind of insurance and you don't need like insurance to protect your organization, Nucha or whatever. Like if some family gets upset because their kid didn't play enough and they want to sue or Ugh. go ahead. What do you know? What do we got? Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> There's nothing there. So take our pencils. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, but so getting yourself organized be one. I, there are websites like Nucha subscribes to one called Homeschool Life. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you just Googled, uh, pick any homeschool program, right? Just go, it'll, it'll take you two or three searches. It won't take much. You'll, you'll find a few homeschool programs and they'll, most of them, excuse me, will have a website. Yep. Yeah. And go look and see what you like, right? Homeschool life is probably one of maybe a half dozen platforms yeah. that work, right? Yeah. And um, I'm sure some of our families think it's great and some families probably don't, right? As yeah. far as searching around there and looking at your calendar and where the games are and yeah. how to register. And, um, you know, and you'll have a few passionate families that are individuals that really want to help you launch it. Uh, one thing I would encourage every new program to do is try to, as you put a board together or a starting group, try to include a good percentage of, they're all going to be parents, most likely yeah. parents of younger kids, because mm-hmm. the passion is going to typically come from the older kids, the high school families because that's who's passionate at the moment right, right. that's the really yeah. but their passion leaves with them yep. so Susie or Billy graduates and that mom or dad who is a great participant mm-hmm. they're gone yeah. you know? and how do you blame them right um, yes. so you, you know try hard to get the mom or dad of some fifth and sixth graders or people that have like most high school homeschool families, you got 14 kids. I was going to say, find yeah, those. You're families. doing your job, right? <laughs> so, you know, you got a lot of kids down there, uh-huh. so they're going to be in it for a while yeah. and, and you want them and they're, they're not going to serve on the board forever. They're going to serve a little term and two and, um, but get some youth, uh, youth meaning parents of younger kids yeah. because they're going to be in it for a while. Um, you know, the passion will be at the upper levels. That's fine. You know, so feel free to include some of that, but definitely don't just go for loud voices and, and yeah. high passion levels. Get some younger ones in there. Yeah. Um, but everything else you can kind of just pick and choose and, just, you know, kind of quote steal from <laughs> existing organizations. Yeah. And then you'll, you know, you'll be pretty well set. Yeah. Uh, finding opponents, mm. regardless of the sport is tough. Um, you know, you're going to get typically cr- private Christian schools that are smaller looking for opponents that are like-minded. You're going to get other homeschool programs that you'll have to seek out and find, depending on how aware you are of them around your state or your region. Um, and then depending on your state, if you can play public schools. Mm-hmm. And um, so those are great. Then the next biggest hurdles you're going to run into are facilities. Mm-hmm. Um, so if it's basketball or volleyball, you're going to have to find a gymnasium. And I'll, yeah. I'll touch on that in a second. But, and then coaches. Yeah, um, I was going to ask about that. Yeah, so <laughs> many of the programs, uh, so facilities, a good example. Yeah. We used Nutri- our Green Bay 
we were very fortunate for many years to use the boys and girls clubs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they are a youth service, obviously, organization. Mm-hmm. And they've got basically nothing going on for a lot of them during the school day. Yeah. Sure. And we then had literally free access to the gyms mm. from the boys and girls clubs in the Green Bay. Yeah. So it was perfect. It, it was zero cost. They benefited. It was literally a, a win-win. They, they, all they asked of Nucha, and uh, so I'm not saying every boys and girls club in the country would do this, but yeah. it's, it's a good place to start. Mm-hmm. Same with the YMCAs because they have gyms yep. and very, it's very little use during the school day. Right. It serves their purpose because it's serving the youth. Yeah. And all they would ask is for all the kids in our program to become members. So like oh. 10 bucks, you okay. become a member of the boys and girls club. Okay. This built up their uh, membership base yeah. allowed them to qualify for larger grant dollars because uh, now they're serving a bigger population, right? The sure. numbers just went up. Mm-hmm. So they, they were ecstatic. Yeah. We of course are thinking we're getting a free gym. This <laughs> <Yeah>. is incredible. <laughs> right. Yes. Right. So we, yeah. we were, so everybody was happy. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so that was terrific. Um, so I would encourage people to look for gym space. You're going to need gymnasium yeah. space on yeah. the cross country. Literally, you just need a park. Yeah. And um, so, and we practice during the school day. Mm-hmm. So that's also what leads to coaches mm-hmm. being a challenge. Yes. I know there are plenty of programs that will practice at a church or even a school or a Christian school, but they'll practice at like 6 a.m. Mm. So you have to, you have to be flexible yeah. with your practice times. Right. Um, yes. And because you, I mean, there's not a homeschool program that I know of. It's going to have their own facility. No. I mean, you might find one wealthy family somewhere that just is a fluke. Right. Yeah. And, oh, Hey, we have a gym, Yeah. but you know, that's not going to be the norm. You're going to, you're going to scramble. Um, and then you on your board, you're going to need some people that are willing to look ahead uh, to the upcoming seasons and try to secure facility space. Mm-hmm. Right. It, Cause it's not going to be a last minute thing. You're going to, you're, you're going to be out of luck yeah. and you don't have a place. So, um, so finding a place for practices, finding a place to host games. Right. So and, that you're not always the visitor. And, right. And so if we yeah. play this year, for example, we'll play 30 games wow. and we'll be the visitor on 24 of those. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so that's just, it becomes part of, you know, and you, as a coach, you spin it and say, this, ma- <laughs> this makes us much tougher and much more, tougher, whatever. <laughs> but it's awesome when you can have a home game Yeah, and families can come and, you know, it's, right. it's, a, it's a great thing. Yeah. Um, but you don't get a lot of home games as a homeschool program. Sure. Um, yeah. Ironically. Right. Yeah. So what about coaching? How did they get you roped in? And then how do we find coaches in general? Yeah. yeah. That's um, a good question, Tina. Jeff, let's I hear just, it. I just made it up. <laughs> I, know, I didn't see that on this sheet here, but that's what we do. <laughs> um, they found me because my wife, uh, so we were, we were homeschooling. It's always the wife. It Back is. to the wife. Yeah. yeah. So my boys were playing uh, in what would be cons- in our traditional booster club or ch- travel club ball, right? They're, mm-hmm. They were into basketball. So they're playing on the local town program. Right. And, and I had been coaching in it and, uh, and I have a background in my previous life prior to <laughs> two, two se- seasons prior of my life, <laughs> I was a high school and a college basketball coach. Yeah. So I got involved in coaching in our town here in the green Bay area Still knew nothing about the homeschool thing, right? And and but then my <laughs> older guy got into homeschooling, and first and and didn't want to continue playing in the town thing. So through the moms, my yeah. wife hears, oh, they have a homeschool program. So he goes and he's playing in it. And I then finish up our thing one day, and I scoot over to watch him play in a game. 
And my wife says, oh, by the way, I told them that you coach. <laughs> Famous last yes, words. Exactly. A so, bunch of moms jumping around yeah, celebrating. Yeah, yeah. So the next thing I know, it was the end of the basketball season that particular year. So I get a call from this dad who's one of the founding family guys and good guy. And he says, and he asked, would you be willing to run like a little basketball clinic in the spring? And I said, sure. So I do that. And he, I think he realized like, okay, he seems to know what he's doing. Yeah. And uh, then he asked me, would you coach a team or two? And uh, I did. And then within a year or two, he said, would you coach the high school? It's like, okay, fine. Whatever. Um, but that's my little journey, but finding coaches for us mm -hmm. because yeah. our gym space was in the middle of the day yeah. and during the school day. I mean, we're, you're looking for retirees, retired school teachers, mm -hmm. uh, drug addicts or, or <laughs> drug sale, drug sellers, you know, people who have their days free. Right. right? Exactly. And, um, so yeah. it's hard because, yes. you know, crazy. Most people have jobs. Right. You know? right. So, I, mean, I don't get, I don't get it. I mean, I don't have a job. You guys. <laughs> yeah. You retired very young. Yeah. Don't you, Jeff, right? So it's difficult, but, yeah. but every program, wherever you are in the country, mm -hmm. once you finding a coach, I don't know whether you'd want to go cart before the horse or horse before the cart, you know, find your gym space and what's available and then try to find coaches that can fit that mm. or try to find coaches and then together try to find gym space that fits that person's schedule. Yeah. Um, you could go one way or the other, but, but you have to marry them, you know, because yeah. yeah. kids, families will pretty much adapt. If yes. we all of a sudden said we're practicing at 6 a.m., we might get some grumbling, but they'll adapt. Yeah, right. They'll come. Yeah. And, uh, or if we said we're practicing at night, yep. yeah. you know, not Wednesday night. <laughs> Never uh, Wednesday. No. <laughs> but, you know, but you'll get them. The kids who yeah. want to participate in the sport will come. Um, mm -hmm. But finding a coach who has the free time, because yeah. um, you're trying to marry up several things, a little yeah. bit of acumen or background. Right. You don't you just know? want to have a willing body at that exactly. point because and you want yeah. the kids to be able to exactly learn and, right. and hopefully yep. win sometimes. Well, right. And, and you also want to, yeah. you want, because we're a Christian organization, yes. not every homeschool right. program is, but we are. So we want a Christian coach. Right. We, we're actually okay if the participants are not Christian. Yeah. Right. We'll take a homeschool family that's not Christian. We'll let them know, by the way, this is a Christian organization. Yeah. We're going to pray at practice. We might pray at the games sure. and we're going to, you know, we're, you're going to hear the name Jesus. Yeah. Um, but, you know, most people who, families who join it. Probably. And if you screech and melt down right before her eyes, <laughs> we'll look for somebody else. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. So finding the, the marriage of an, yeah. uh, a competent coach yeah. and uh, a time where you can fit the, marry up the facility. Yeah. That's, that can be a challenge. No question yeah. about it. You know, yeah. you're going to have a board and there's going to be a little group, let's say, we'll take yeah. basketball, they say. Well, finding that fit, I, I don't want to sugarcoat it. It's, it. It could be a challenge, yeah. right? Um, right. But, Which but, is why maybe starting yeah. with cross-country is wise. Yeah. Yeah. Because, mm -hmm. yes, the coach maybe doesn't have to be as adept mm -hmm. to start out. Right. And you certainly can just go to a park. And, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So. So well, it's a challenge. But. There, there are a lot of families, as I told you before, sports is make it or break it. Yep. Truly. I mean, we talk to hundreds of parents. They come in. It's the same thing. The dad's sitting on the chair. What, what about sports? That's <laughs> what they want to know. Right. right. And um, I usually hand it over to Tina because I'm not a big. I was, <laughs> Jeff, this is the first time I'm talking anything nucha. And you're doing great. It's with crazy. It. Yeah. And then there was a. Your head's not even spinning. <laughs> there was a nucha and then there was a. 
what was the other one called? Switcha. Switcha. A smoocha. <laughs> a switcha. <laughs> but, you know, there are some families who aren't sports oriented. What? I, it's, the testers <laughs> are one of them. You guys don't stop listening to our podcast because I'm not. I live in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Guess what? I don't really care about that. I don't care about the Packers. But I do. So we might, li- we might lose some listeners. <clears throat> no, but I'm a fan. So, But Tina's a fan. Yeah. Here's how it goes. <laughs> do you think, now, as a coach, as a dad, tell us the importance, whether your kids like sports or not, mostly they, they might not know if they like sports, but tell us why you think that it is beneficial to get them somehow connected Somehow out there, what are the even just for to that? try it? Maybe they yeah. don't like it, right. but they try. Yeah, and it, see, right? I say I'm not a sports yeah. person. You guys, catcher in softball, hockey family. There we go. I know it's uh, true. We are sports people. Um, you know, I mean, it's not difficult to find plenty of things that are going to support or encourage participation. Certainly in extracurriculars, but mm-hmm. in sport, uh, yeah. I would even say it's. Far more positives than negatives. There's going to be some negative experiences, but even those negative experiences are can be a positive thing. Right? Yeah. And uh, but I would encourage it even more strongly for homeschool because one of the things that I always felt was possibly missing. For, I would use this example: you don't run into conflict nearly as much in the homeschool world mm-hmm. as you do in traditionally school. You don't sure. run into, you're not ki- bullied eight hours you're a not day, getting all that picked stuff, on by right? the kid, yeah. right? So no. I use that pick getting picked on deal. Cause we all probably That's went right. to traditional school. Yep. So you see child a and some others picking on child B in the playground or wherever. And unless you're child A or B and one day you might be child A or B, but let's just say you're not, you have choices. Right. We all had those. Are you going to walk away? Are you going to stand and watch? Are you going to join in? Are you going to maybe we're going to have one of those hero kids who I'm going to step in and deflect this and 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 I'm going to like I'm going to either I'm going to help this kid or by in whatever way you do. Sure. Whether you're going to, you know, go in and challenge the person or you're just going to, you know, you're going to tone things down a little bit. Yeah. But you're going to deal with conflict in regular world far Truth. more than we do in homeschool world. Yep. Sure. And sports. You may not get that kind of conflict, but you're going to get tension. You're going to get conflict. You're going to get disappointment. You're also going to get um, hard work over a long period of time and see it pay off in one way or another. It might be in wins. It might be in accolades. It might just be in look what you, look how much you improved. Yeah. Look look what value you brought to your team. You're also going to get. It's not always about me, right? right? You're just part of something bigger, and that's a hard concept to get. Yeah. Um, so there's and and I, you could keep going. There's plenty of really positive things that come from participating in sports. Um, and you know, I I will usually say this to coaches too. They last a lifetime. They truly do not just the lessons, but the memories, right? So every one of us for better or worse, if you played any sport, if I said, who was your eighth grade coach, you'd know, right. Mm. You would know, you'd know your high school coach. You'd know, you'll remember that guy or that woman and then you think that's crazy. Yeah. I remember that person. I mean, but they made an impact that's on you, right. positive or negative. Right. And they were just like us as parents. You'll remember something they said. Or, mm-hmm. So the platform that the coaches have, it almost cannot be overstated. Yeah. Now, and, and you can use that platform for excellence mm-hmm. or 
you know, just serve the purpose of getting the, getting through a season. And that's, you know, that's fine. And, um, but man, the, the significance of that platform and the yeah. impact you're going to have on these kids' lives or yeah. potentially have on these kids' lives yeah. is awesome. It's yeah. an absolutely awesome thing. Yeah. I mean, so it's a huge responsibility as it can well. Be. It can yeah. be. Yeah. 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 Just to know that you're going to be impactful. Yeah. Because like it or remember not, their Latin lesson, but they'll like remember it or not, coach. They are going <laughs> to remember right. you, right? Even yeah. if you're a mediocre coach, yeah. they're going to remember that person yeah. when they're 50 years old and sitting at a bar or whatever they're doing. You know, <laughs> yeah. They're going to remember. They were yeah. homeschooled. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So they're having you, a cocktail. Yeah. Do you remember Coach Smith? Do you remember Coach Jones? And of course, yes, yeah, I do. That's right. yeah. He yeah. was great or he was a jerk or he, yep. but they're going to remember him. And they're going to remember, remember when he used to say this and. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, you know, and that, that we can tie like right up to education, mm -hmm. um, academics, because here's the reality. Why do, where does the public school fail? Well, it fails in just having, you know, let's say Bourbon Bob teaching history who mm -hmm. has no passion <laughs> about history, mm -hmm. doesn't care, comes in late, has a pack of Pall Malls in his pocket. No high schooler is going to care about history, right? Yeah, it's did, in the person. Did my uncle teach at your school? <laughs> <laughs> he may have. They remember, you remember Bourbon Bob. But, but listen, do you you're remember right, that right, history right. straight right. up, right? Yep, yep. I remember Bourbon Bob. But you don't remember the history he taught. I learned history from Noah. Yeah, it's true. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it is. It, it, there it is. Lesson right there impactful. Mm -hmm. But on the other end of that, the truth is passionate people. That's who you're looking for. If you're starting this thing, listeners, if you're if you want to do this, you're you have tons of kids, families, I'm <coughs> sure who are into sports because most people are. You're going to want passionate people. Right. This this goes back to um, you can delegate your lessons at home. If you don't know math, find a passionate, somebody passionate about math. Mm. We're not saying nobody else can teach your kids, but what we are saying is find somebody who's passionate because that's how we learn lessons. They'll impact for sure. They will impact for sure on a good note. Unlike yeah. bourbon Bob. <laughs> if bourbon Bob <laughs> is listening. If, he's yeah, still if, you, alive. if you can yeah. combine passion with knowledge or, you know, acumen. And skill. Knowing, yeah. Right. Knowing what right. you're doing. Yeah. Right. Cause you'll, you'll usually get one or the other, right. We can find, That's true. Yeah, but, and passion without any acumen, you know, it could, can get misdirected. <laughs> yes. In some other ways. But it's still right. great. It's so true. You know, it's going to be yeah. great. So. That's right. So what are the benefits to having and being on homeschool teams, Jeff, as opposed to just saying in the States where it's, it's mm -hmm. legal to go on public school teams or try out for them. Um, why do we still want to promote the nooches and the switches and the, all these hundreds of teams for homeschoolers? Well, first it provides more opportunities, right? So only a few kids are going to make the team mm. at the, their local. So wherever you're paying yeah. your property taxes, that's where right. you're. So we in Nucha, for example, we might have nine towns yeah. that are covered. Well, that's nine different opportunities they could play at that particular, at that school, but they can only play in the, in the school district where they're paying the property taxes. Right. Um, so, and they're not all going to make the teams, you know, they, these guys already, they're bigger. They got more kids and yeah. um, they've already got their teams sort of mentally figured out and you're now you're an interruption. So unless you're pretty doggone good and the yeah. coach says, wow, this is awesome. We got this new kid, but he might be like, you know what, this kid, he's no better than these three kids. Mm -hmm. And they've been in the program the whole time. So they may not even open the door for you very wide, sure. um, if at all. Um, so that's one, you may not make the team. So it, it ensures that these homeschool kids have a, a, a place to play, a team. Um, and then there's a pride that goes with that, right? This is our team. Yeah. This is us, all right? Yeah. And, and you can put your little 
everybody needs a big long acronym. Um, <laughs> Jeff is wearing there, there a Nutra yeah, shirt yeah. right I mean, now. It's so, Jeff, you look like shirt. a coach from well, the moment I laid yeah, my eyes on you. And him. I would actually back up before you even go to your bylaws. You got to come up with an acronym. I mean, mm. you need a really For good sure. acronym to, to For right. sure, you <laughs> do. Legit. Yeah. I mean, Nutra. Yeah. And a mascot. Yeah. You guys are the well, Eagles, right? I should, and oh, here's I love the Eagles. so there's two big issues, right? Yeah. One, if you take the region, yep. Wisconsin, Illinois, and we play in some tournaments, and our kids will mock this because like 80% of the homeschool Christian programs are the Eagles. It's like, this is a joke. <laughs> this is an absolute joke. And our little oh deal, gosh. we are Nucha, which at least sounds pretty cool. Like I think w. it sounds great. Well, we're very fortunate in yeah. Northeast Wisconsin yes. that all of our acronyms start off with new, right? Yeah, and yeah. if you were to, sure. uh, all you national families, if you were to Google anything new and then fill it in with anything, you'll find a Northeast <laughs> Wisconsin Fill in the blanks, right? Yep. And so lots true. of them. I can tell you're not from Wisconsin, though, because you don't say it like we do. <laughs> I know. We say Wisconsin, and you more you you accent a different. You say Wisconsin, or say it. Say Wisconsin. How you do? I know I have a lot of pressure. <laughs> Just say know. it. Say it, Jeff. Wisconsin. Wisconsin. He almost says not. He's not English, but it's definitely not. Um, you're not from here. That's correct. <laughs> so, but so in in Wisconsin, there's Nucha. Yes. Switcha. There's one called Fitcha. Come on. <laughs> there stop. Is, which is Fond du Lac homeschool. There's Wisha. Wisha. Yeah. This is Washington, else, Washington County uh, Christian yeah. Homeschool Athletic. So they all do this whatever yeah. sha, right? And uh, <laughs> and then there's a few that don't, a few you know, rebels out there. But so around the country, there's they all have their acronym, they all have their thing, right? Yeah. And yeah. usually yeah. the the major population center is gonna be the thing. So it's Dallas or Little Rock hmm. or Grand Rapids, something. And right. uh, mostly Eagles. Um, <laughs> so it's a big movement to try to change the mascot yes. of uh, a lot of these programs. Yeah, you know, yeah. The kids Let's get all, more unique. Yeah, Became yeah. the Hodags. Exactly. Right? Exactly. <laughs> Don't um, become the Hodags. Is that really a thing out there? Oh, They're, it's a yeah. thing. Sorry, guys. Somebody, somebody is Hodags. I'm but, for yeah. the Hodags. Just like the Flivers. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> all right. Let's talk about how the, the homeschoolers are the bright shining stars compared to let's say the government public schoolers. Did I just say that no. right here on the air? Did I say that? No. Is that a thing, Jeff? Like what, how do they stand apart and do they stand apart? Can you tell when everybody's in the room or I don't know, is there a difference dedication wise? Give me something. What is it? Um, for the most part, no, oh. but I'd be lying to say that there's not like if I, if, yeah. if, if I put a gymnasium together and I said, we got, we got 20 teams in there, mm -hmm. whether it's cross country, volleyball or basketball, and we're not even playing yet. We're just going to, you're right. going to walk in and you're going to take a lap around the gym. Yeah. And I say half those teams are public school teams and half are homeschooled. Mm -hmm. Right. You'd probably get nine of the 10 homeschool teams. Right. Mm, yeah. And it's, it's doesn't nothing about, who's taller or shorter or fatter or faster or this. It's just, yeah. all right, the, you're going to have some, no shock, really unique personalities, yeah. which <laughs> is going to show up in yeah. maybe more headbands, right? Because they have long, you know, so uh, you're going to have kids who- uh, show, Denim skirts. Show that, oh, literally. So, oh, well, I'll digress for a second. So we played in a, we don't, we don't normally go to that national tournament in, for basketball down mm -hmm. in Springfield, but they also have regionals. There's yeah. four regionals. And you've right? gone to that. We've gone yeah, to that. Yeah. yeah. And that's yeah. In, right outside of Indianapolis. So we go to that and there's 300 teams there. Wow. 
Wow. So there's teams from all over in there, you know, some division one yeah. level basketball, college level basketball players. There's, I love going because our kids go, holy yeah. smokes, there's real legit talent here. Right. But also then we're playing a game. Our girls are. And on the next court, there's a Mennonite team. <laughs> there was? I'm that not. That deserves a clap, you guys. There was a Mennonite team. I am team. telling you, there's girls in denim skirts. I could have been on little, that team. With their nets. Right? Oh, with look. The net was phenomenal. Or it was like, this is awesome. Come on. Absolutely awesome. So now, what not, were they called? Cha. Nothing cha. I don't know what they were called. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to digress. Do you know how to tell the difference between Amish and Mennonite? Um... This is going to be a good joke. I don't know, but go ahead. <laughs> the Mennonites will have their iPads out. They literally oh, can. Good, they can use good. technology. Yeah, I've yeah, seen yeah. it at homeschool conventions where, we go. like, right. how do you know the difference? Welcome the to the Homeschool Lifecast. <laughs> 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 we love you, Amish people and Mennonite people. We, I, the Amish hey, people listen, us, but listen, the Mennonite people. Here's, we don't have. We, oh, we do not have any Amish listeners, but listen, here's the reality is we love everybody. <laughs> Great call. And here know. is the thing. Who's winning it right now in this world? It's the Amish people and the Mennonites, you guys. Who's growing their own food? There we go. Oh, very true. It ain't us. I love but, that they have but, those Mennonite teams. Yes, so that's yeah, but, but that is even, something. Even uh, taking the Mennonites off the... Yeah. table for a second, right? Because they're were, obvious. If you were yeah. to walk, yes, if you were to just walk in a gym and I, and I said, there's 10 homeschooled teams in there and there's, yeah, whether there's cross country, you, you would, there'd be little things you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. They're proud. now there's some, there's some, um, major personalities in the public yeah. school too, mm -hmm. who are going to dress a little, you know, they're, they're, yeah. they're going to try to, for sure. um, so we will like our little thing. One of the almost annual situations is, um, guys. So we are a team. And we're about to wear something. We're going to wear what? What are they called? And they'll say uniform. I said, let's think about that word. Mm. All right. It's mm. uniform. Yeah. Uniform. So this is not yeah. an opportunity for you Ugh. to express your personal um, haberdashery choices, right? <laughs> we're not, we're not looking for you to uh, add something to your uniform. Yeah. Do you shop at haberdashery, Jeff? That no, you would whip that one right? I do not. Noah does. <laughs> Noah shops at haberdashery. There we go. He has his own personal. There we go. Yeah, there we I go. Um, but yeah, so you'll, you'll get some people who like to yeah. you know, put their own flair on it. And it's very common in the homeschool because yeah. in homeschool, like we all, yeah, free, whatever. Because teenagers are right. more secure in who they yeah. are, right? Yeah. Which is That's great. True. But you're right. If you're part of a team then for that game. Right. right. You need to look like you're part of it. Exactly. Team. And, and they're just, they're smart, thing. I'm sure. And yeah. respectful and courteous and all of those things. <laughs> Well, you'll, they're also sinners like anybody well, else. They're, they're definitely that. Stop. They're definitely that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Just kidding. So, you know, I mean, but you'll get yeah. what I'll try to draw out. And so this is, um, I'm sure you have some listeners who are thinking about this. Let's take kids who aren't going to be, they're not going to play in college. Yep. All right. They may yep. not want to, but they're just not, let's be blunt. They're not going to be good enough. Right. Right. So, but in the young boys, especially, uh -huh. I will say there is an inner warrior in you. Yeah. All right. And you, we, so we need to go to battle here. We need to, so yeah. some of these kids are so timid, yeah. right? And this yeah. little sports activity is the first time. Yeah. So to balance, don't let Billy curl up in the fetal position mm -hmm. because that's what he wants so right. badly to do. And yep. it's not just homeschoolers, but it's definitely prevalent in some homeschoolers. Yep. Um, you know, but I've coached public school kids too. Same sure. thing. You get some kids are, they're a little, they're nervous. Yeah, they're scared, exactly. but the, you got to let that warrior out. That's right? Right. So, and there's certain drills and competitions you can do there. They go, this, that was awesome. That was absolutely awesome. Right. So, you know, they, there's like the first time light bulbs went off, like this was cool. Yeah. I got to do battle against another peer so and good. it was fun. Yeah. Especially, if, and, and I, you do get, girls can do it too, but for boys, it's like, 
you got to let that little warrior out. Yeah. And um, so, but it's hard to, you know, extract that sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but well, sports allow that. Sports yeah, is a yeah. great format for that. I also think too, you mentioned earlier about how young men maybe great against their moms and mm-hmm. they want to become men. Yes, I, I mean, I have daughters, yes, but I've do. talked about this with a lot of people and I can see where letting them be on sports teams yes. would help the tension at home yep. then, not just because they want to be on a sports team, but they get that out. Right. And so then they're probably more willing to be like, all right, I can obey my mom now because mm-hmm. I got to fight right when yeah. I was playing basketball or whatever. Well, and so. I'll give you a, like a little example. They're, they're young enough that they don't really like email, but, um, but like a lot of homeschool families, right. They're not going to have a phone until they're 30. Uh, <laughs> so, but so I am old, so I email, right. Yeah. And I will text and I'll yeah. put my number on and they can text. But in general, I'll say, here's the deal, kids. I'm going to email you about practice. I'm going to email you if there's a change, I'm going to email you. Now I always copy your moms and dads. Yeah. Right? And then actually if they want more people on the recipient list, I don't care, right. sure. but I'm going to, I want you to have an email yeah. and a lot of them will be like, well, I don't have an email. It's like, you know, most of you, I'm not going to say your parents have lied to you, but it's free to add another email to your <laughs> little account. Right. So, uh, but maybe you don't even have, uh, access to the computer, but yeah. if you do, I yeah. want, I want to email you, you young men. And that's only in high school when they right. get to seventh, eighth grade or whatever, it's still mom, yeah. mom, mom, and dad. Uh-huh. But I want you to respond. So when I say, mm-hmm. are you going to be able to make the team dinner? Yes. Are you going to be able to make that? I want you to respond yes. or you're going to be late. You must contact me and tell me yep. you need to grow up and man up a little bit here. Yes, and I don't right. want to hear from your mom. I want to hear from you. That's right. And yes. it's fascinating to watch this because it, for a lot of families, the mom still does it because she doesn't want to give up that. Yes, little that's role. exactly it. It's difficult. And, uh, it is hard. Yeah, I know it is. Yep. It is yep. this whole thing. And I, especially for homeschool moms, yep. because you're in it. Right. Yep. But here's the reality. And we had the same discussion with Israel. When we had him on about this whole boys going against their mom thing, yeah, because that's natural. They're going to buck heads yeah. with the mom yeah. Yeah. at some point. You know yeah. what I mean? And so all these things, yeah. it's just a natural progress, you know, progression that they need to back off. Right. The mom needs to back off, let them, you know. And in many ways I'm trying to, and, and any coach could do this, right? It's not like I invented this either, but you know, it gives them a safe avenue where you're not really butting heads. It's like, right. mom, coach told me I'm supposed to be the responder. Yeah, and uh, yeah. so please let me do that. Right? Yeah. And then, and then I can good. even, but it allows me to get on the kid. If he doesn't respond, it's like, your mom's not supposed to respond. You're supposed to yeah. tell me that you didn't, like, why didn't you tell me you weren't going to be at practice? Yes. Right. So right. you need to take yep. some responsibility. Yeah. Um, so it's a great, easy yes, way for them to start becoming. And then, you That's know, exactly we it. do this, this is minor, but like we pray before we practice, right? Yep. No big deal. Yep. And what I'll tell them is I'll pray the first five, six times, but then I'm just going to have this long pregnant pause and you got, somebody's going to, say, okay, I'll pray today. Yeah. At least, and, I, and what I'll say, and hopefully this can get edited out if you want to say, say it, Jeff, if, if you can't pray in front of this group of idiots, their yep. teammates, because <laughs> you're going to, you're going to have a family someday and you're yeah. going to lead that family. It gives you the great opportunity to just have that little speech. You're going to lead your family one day. Right. So if you mm-hmm. can't, I mean, if you can't feel comfortable in front of these guys, right. You know, that's about as easy as you get. You know? yeah. So it lets them, and then one by one, they all start uh, like, I'll pray and yeah. you know, yeah. whatever. And, and it's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's it. truly just separating, being strong in who they are, yes. becoming who the, yeah. who God has called them to be. Mm-hmm. And that's, I was going to say something else about that. And I can't remember, but where are we at yeah. with these questions? Okay. So I want to ask you about getting recruited by colleges and sure. you kind of alluded yep. to that oh, because yes. of your son, I hear mm-hmm. about but this. a lot of people would say, well, I can't have my kid on a, a homeschool team because they want yeah. to play in college. Correct. And yes. can they? <laughs> Well, the first answer is, big answer is yes, they can. And, and there are, I don't want to say plenty of, but there are 
quite a few homeschool kids who are playing in college right now. There's homeschoolers that are in the N- in the NBA in pro basketball. Uh-huh. Right? The most every every homeschool passionate kid would know in the name Justin Jackson. So Justin Jackson was a Houston-based kid, huge homeschooling area down there, plays for a good homeschool program, earns a full scholarship to the University of North Carolina, like one of the top 10 programs in the country, and then does great there and then goes on to the NBA and is playing right now, making millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. And, um, but most college recruiting so that everybody would get it is not, no longer done. The evaluation is no longer done at the high school or at the homeschool program. Hmm. It's done in the summertime during what's called AAU. So it's the travel ball. It's, you know, what depends on what terminology you want to use, but they're going to play for um, usually a much higher level, basically a group of regional all-stars or better players. So you might get one or two kids from a high school who say, I want to play AAU because it's a major commitment. You're traveling around the country. All summer long. And yeah, yeah, Yeah. you got to get to your practice. So if you're a, if you're a high level kid, let's say here in Green Bay, you're, if you're going to play in the best AAU program, you might end up being on a Milwaukee base. There's a great one right here in Green Bay, mm-hmm. but you might not be on that one. You might say, I, I want to play on that Milwaukee one. Yeah. Well, that's a two hour drive. Yeah. So you have to get there for their practices and then you have to financially commit and you're going to, but you're going to get seen. Yeah. So yeah. if you're a college coach, you're no longer going to waste your time because you only have so many days to go evaluate. So you're not going to go see Billy Smith play a high school game because he might be playing against a horrible high school team and you don't really get to evaluate mm. him. Right. So you see us, well, I want to see this six, seven kid. Well, he's playing against a six, one kid. Mm. Well, that's not going to happen in college. I need to see him playing against a bunch of other really tall yeah. six, seven, six, eight guys. Right. Sure. Well, in these AAU summer deals, you're seeing similar level athletes against similar size against, yeah. you know, so yeah. that's, that's where they spend their time. Oh, okay. So even if you're a homeschool kid, or a public school kid, we're we're traditionally schooled, you're going to end up wanting to play in these summer programs. And almost all of them do. Very rare that somebody that is that passionate about their sport doesn't play in these. It's just like soccer. Soccer is the same way. The travel soccer is a higher level than the school soccer. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. And that's where they're seeing. I would say like summer baseball too, Summer baseball too. Same exact deal. Yeah, Mm -hmm. same exact deal. That's where the college scouts are going to go see them at those how does a homeschooled kid get into the AAU? We yeah. have a couple of kids playing right now. This is the first time where we, our little program, we do. But it, if you're passionate about it, almost like anything, you'll just kind of find out about it. Either yeah. they'll find you or you'll find them. So if you're seeking out, usually passionate kids seek out better competition. Mm-hmm. So you're going to be the best player. Even if, but even if you're not even a homeschool kid, you're the mm-hmm. best player on your high school team. You're going to want when the season's over, I want to play against those kids that I, the best kid on that team. What, what's, what are you doing? And so the conversations begin. Yeah. And uh, what do you do? Well, in the summer I play for these guys. It's like, oh, so you just word gets around that yep. that's where you go. Yeah. And, um, and they're all over the country, okay. every city or, you know, every state's got dozens of AAU programs mm-hmm. and you'll just through word of mouth, you'll find them okay. um, just by talking to the better players. Hmm. Um, it, you, I'm not going to say you will get rural kids. You know, you, when you're way away from a population center, yeah, it can be difficult, right? Because you're like, you don't have anybody to talk to, right? Yeah. You're the best kid on your team. Maybe you're the best kid within 50 miles. Yeah. And so, but you got to, then you got to seek out, you got to go to the city, whatever, yeah. wherever quote the city is and find other really good players and say, where do you play? 
And how do I get, cause you want to play against good competition. Um, right. So, yeah. and that's in every sport. Yeah. So, so they try out, they make AAU and exactly then they go right. from there. Okay. Exactly right. And there's different levels. You'll be on the A team or the B team or the national team or the state team or whatever they're going to call it. You know, yeah. there's yeah. different levels. Uh, wow. Yeah. Cool. Uh, but it's a commitment. So yeah. if you're not in that world, literally you would not even know about it. Why would you, you know, you're just like, holy smokes. You, I mean, so yeah. we have families that we're friends with and we tell them like our son, he did, he played AAU and they'd be like, what are you doing? So yeah, we got to yeah. go to, we got to go to Minneapolis next weekend. We got to go to Kansas city. And it's like, wow. they're just like, are you, this is crazy. And I totally get why yeah. it might appear crazy, yeah. but it's an investment yep. in their future. And it's what they love. And they're, yeah. you know, I mean, Girls do dance. I mean, gymnastics. We gymnastics. were, like, we were all at the, the Denver yeah. airport just yeah. when a couple months ago, or whatever that was. And as we're sitting there, sure enough, we meet this family where that's exactly what they're doing. Yep. They're traveling because she's into the gymnastics right. thing Dances all or, over. Yeah. Or Irish she, dance or whatever yeah, it might be. Exactly right. right. Yeah. She was exactly telling right. us they just did this and then she's going here. And I was like, yeah. whoa, that's crazy. Yep. And and the crazy adjective is in, in some ways, even though I was in that, our yeah. family was in that, it's a legitimate description. Yeah. I mean, I, you can make the case that that's <laughs> crazy. That's an yeah. amazing But you're passionate about it. Of and time and yeah. energy and you're refocusing your family, so to speak. And yeah. I mean, I've had good arguments with other, well, you're making that sport of God. It's like, I, I get your point. I might disagree with you, but I see how you get there. Right. right? And, yeah. you know, but yeah. I, you know, it's just- it's, you know, you're only young so long. Yeah. And, it's like, and it's not like you're as the parent saying, all right, I need you to push, you know, to oh, do this yeah. because it was your son's passion different. and right. you allowed yeah. it and you facilitated different, different it. That's deal. a completely If the parents doing thing. the pushing, then it's yeah. coming from the wrong place. But, Absolutely. you know, if, if the kid's doing it and he's putting in all the time and energy, it's not just, hey, pay for me to go. Right. I'm, meanwhile, all those days when I'm not going, right. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I love doing yeah. this. I want to get better. Mm-hmm. I want to get better than... Well, I mean, it's kind of similar to, it doesn't even matter. Is it sports? Is it whatever? Look at Noah, right? right? Like, I mean, that kid, he travels all over. Mm -hmm. It's right. He's not, he ain't playing sports, but as we speak, (laughs) he's in Colorado right now. He just got back from Iceland. Yeah. You know, he just, because it's what he, he loves to do. He's a podcast guy. It's, he meets the people, he does the things. And so somebody still might say, what are you just vacationing all the time? Right, right, right. (laughs) And part of them would say, yeah. And then the other part would say, no. I'm actually, I'm meeting people. I'm doing my exactly thing. This is my right. element. Exactly right. And this yeah. is why I'm here. What else would I be doing? Sitting home? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Well, Jeff, here's the big question for you. Brace yourself. Oh, this, uh, this is the one. Uh, okay. Do you have any parting thoughts for our listeners today? Um, that's a, well, that's a good question. It's a loaded that question, was a Jeff. Yeah, it's yeah, a loaded yeah. question. Um, I thought it was going to be math. <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk math in this room. Oh, good. All right. <laughs> I do. Again, I'm so a homeschool, just uh, if you had kids playing. So when you start in basketball, you're going to have two teams and they're going to play a scrimmage or against each other. You usually do what's called a jump ball. You toss the ball. Right. Um, But in homeschool, I will say on any given day. So we have the red team and the white team and I'll say, okay, red team who wrote. And then you pick a book, right. Or a poem. (laughs) And then you get stone silence or one kid will say, I got that. Right. And if they get it right, they get the ball. Right. So, (laughs) and then I'll tell, or I'll say, what's the square root of, and then, uh, and then I'll make sure you tell mom math is done. um, We have certain families that, you know, like if that, if you ever have a, that family, you can't ask a literature question because only one family knows all the literature. (laughs) 
Right. And the rest of them are all just, it was the hunt family. wasn't Yes, it, it was. <laughs> yes, it was. I know. And, uh, so they would know all that, but then you get other family kids are just glazed over. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't do literature. This We're year. the unschoolers. <laughs> exactly. You guys listen, I'm kidding. Everybody's part of unschooler. Okay. So, dun, dun, dun. Um, no, I would, I would, I think, you know, I know there's a feeling out there. I don't have statistics, but that, Homeschooling is growing our country. Yeah. Um, and I don't doubt that. I, like I said, I don't have any statistics, but we've all heard that sentence being said, oh, homeschool is exploding. Homeschool, it's like, and it, to me, I don't think Tuesday's elections are going to change that regardless of the outcome. It's like, all right, we just, um, so until come the day, and we don't even want to go there, that it's outlawed. Right. Right. Uh, but let's, then we just go underground. Right. Then but. it's a different deal. But, you know, <laughs> It'll, I think it'll continue to grow. And I think if, if traditionally schooled families knew that sports was viable, yes. right, whether it exists right now or somebody started to create it, all right, birthed it in their region, um, I think it would be very comfortable for more and more families to homeschool their kids. And, the, and the, that's the bigger picture. They'd be so satisfied, so happy about that. Sports is just a great vehicle, just like it is. It's an extracurricular, yeah. but if it can be, it shouldn't be a reason not to homeschool your kids. It shouldn't be a barrier. And I do think it is for yeah, a lot of is. families. And that's just, it's, it's not a difficult thing. Somebody has to be the lead mm -hmm. and say, okay, mm -hmm. I'll look into this. I'll, I'll Google up a couple of homeschool programs, but it's, it's not that daunting a task. It's not a big hill to climb to start a homeschool sports athletic program in your community, you can define your region and everything literally not to pick a, a topical term, but everything's it's fluid. And your, your region could be 30 miles. It could be 75 miles. It could be 150 miles. And then you change it yeah. as, as another one pops up and kids don't want to make, we have kids in our state who drive 70 miles, wow. you know, to, because they want to play for that program. Mm -hmm. Uh, or their local program doesn't offer the sport they like. or yeah. So they're willing to do it, but you can change it. You can add sports. You can take some away. You know, you can make it fit for your area. Like obviously some parts of the country might want hockey. Yeah. Some might want golf. Some might want baseball. Some might want, but the easy ones are, I think are the cross country and basketball. Those are the easy ones. Um, but I would, I would encourage <coughs> families to, seriously consider launching it or trying to partner up with other families. Cause it just takes a couple of, couple of moms or dads yeah, to get it going. Right. And then, you know, you can spread the word at church or spread the word wherever. Um, and you know, it, it can take off and it, it eliminates a, a huge barrier yeah. Um, yeah, for, for kids sure. to feel like they don't like, Oh, I don't want to be that homeschool kid yeah. or yeah. Well, especially the ones who are coming out of school, the right, high schoolers right, and whatnot, right, you know, right. who are or just wired by God to yep. play sports. That's right. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah, exactly. always homeschooled, but this yep. is a, a thing like your son. And you right? can be flexible yeah. in there. Like when programs are small, they will partner with local Christian schools. So we don't have kids on our own homeschool thing. Well, we're going to let uh, these kids play. So we have a team. Right. Yeah. And then as you get big enough, you have to say, are oh, we probably got to separate here right now or whatever. Yeah. But um, but to get going, just to get critical mass, you can get creative. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, Jeff Mitchell, it's been a pleasure. Yes, it has. Thank you. You heard it here first, folks. You are more than able 
You always have been able and you always will be able and you have to believe it. This homeschooling thing is a part of life. We create a whole new venue for our children. We don't need to hang on to government anything. We can do it. Be blessed. Mm -hmm.